welcome. This is Victoria Schneps, and I'm the publisher of Schneps Media, Dan's Papers, and 75 other media outlets in the New York City region, Westchester, and Philadelphia. Well, today our power woman is the wonderful, talented, brilliant Dr. Asma Rashid. Welcome. Welcome, doctor. We're so happy to have you. Thank you, Vicki, for having me. <laughs> so I wanted to jump in by asking you, growing up, I don't know where you grew up, but who influenced you as a child to become who you are? Well, I come from a family of five siblings, and my oldest sister wanted to be a doctor from birth. And, you know, I'm a little competitive, but as time passed and we were in high school, my parents put us in medical magnet school just to expose us to things. And she just knew right away she wants to be a doctor and all the attention sort of went on her. And I was like, wow, well, what is medicine? What is being a doctor? And why does she want to do it? And I think out of everyone that I spoke with, it would have to be my sister that influenced me. And really, I just wanted to be competitive. I didn't want the attention all on her. I wanted to be part of that attention. And that's now I'm a physician. <laughs> Years later of hard work. And what kind of doctor is your sister? She's what a family she... practitioner just like myself. Isn't that interesting? And what about the other siblings? They're all physicians and attorneys. Um, you know, my mom uh, grew up in Pakistan and was not really exposed to attaining education, let's say. And she's a smart lady. She's self-taught three languages. Uh, you know, she just, uh, as she's teaching us how to read, write, she was actually learning herself. And she instilled in us the importance of education. So when we moved to the States in the, you know, 70s and 80s, it was not a question in her mind that she's going to instill higher education in all her children. And we just happened to be directed in the right path. And we worked hard. And you know, now I think she's a proud woman claiming that all her physician, uh, all her kids are physicians, all the ones an attorney that we called the black sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So tell me a bit about what you're doing now. Tell us your background in medicine and where you came to be and the kind of very special practice you have. Yeah, um, well, I've been practicing medicine for about 10 to 12 years and I've done the corporate medicine route. I've done the primary care I've run urgent cares in multiple um, locations. And the boutique concierge medicine that I'm currently founder of, and I'm running a couple practices out here, Palm Beach, as well as Manhattan, came about because of COVID, really. Many people uh, did not want to come to the hospital. They did not want to come to an office. They wanted house calls, which means where a doctor brings their little black bag, doctor's bag, and their nurse and their equipment and brings medicine to the house. And it just evolved into this uh, level of care where a lot of people are seeking it. They don't want to be in waiting rooms, in lines, or necessarily be evaluated by people they may perhaps not know, especially in an urgent care setting. So a lot of locals out here were looking for house calls and home care, and we were able to provide that. And we you know, modified our practice as such. And now uh, we're, we're doing pr pretty okay. <laughs> Wonderful. So to explain a little bit more deeply what the difference is between a boutique doctor and a concierge doctor. The boutique is tailoring to whatever you need. Um, one person may say, I have a primary physician already in Manhattan, but I'm looking for a primary doctor out here. 
So we collaborate with them and we said, okay, well, here's a little retainer for you to be part of our practice and we'll be there for you as you need us. Then there's the other part of a group of uh, patients that say, I don't have a primary doctor. I want you to be my primary doctor. I want you to be it. So if I end up having vacation in Palm Beach, I would like you to follow me there. If I am going to Colorado, Aspen, wherever, then I would like medical care there as well. So, it, you know, the boutique part, the reason why I didn't name my practice as Hamptons Concierge Medicine, instead I named it Hamptons Boutique Medicine, is because we're trying to provide medical care to all aspects of people for what their needs are, really. So what it would be a, a fee that uh, you would charge compared to a concierge doctor? Is it similar? It will be similar and it can run anywhere from 3000 to 5000 And we have some clients that, that want multiple state coverage and medical care for, uh, for them. So it can run even higher to that, yes. Mm. So um, have you had any interesting experiences with any bold-faced names that you could talk about? <laughs> Plenty. You know, um, the Hamptons, as you know, what type uh, of clients uh, and, and residents we have here. It's a very special community, as you um, have come to find out. And um, there is um, what I think about the, the community here is that it's very humble community. You know, it's just the daily Joshmo trying to just uh, enjoy the beach, enjoy the, the, you know, little outdoor lifestyle that we have here. And at the same time, they just want to feel comfortable that if they need something in terms of medicine, uh, there's a team here waiting for them to provide care because not everyone can just, uh, you know, uh, schlep to the city for a three hour ride and back. So it's, it, yeah, you know, it's, I just feel that um, everyone is just looking to make sure that they're healthy and well. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, during this COVID time, it couldn't have been a better timing for you because of the tremendous need that you found. Have you found that your COVID cases are going down or have you dealt with anybody with the uh, virus? Yeah, we um, have seen a wave of influx with positive and negative cases based on timing. I think we've had two biggest waves, early March, April, and then, of course, after Thanksgiving, and I feel and I fear that we may be having another wave coming on board now. For a few uh, months, there were no positive cases necessarily in higher rank here. But just now, within this one past one week, I'm seeing positive cases come back about again. The cause of it may be perhaps the unvaccinated, perhaps the tourists, uh, perhaps people are traveling more. It's multifactorial, but I, I am fearing that uh, maybe perhaps unwantedly, but there may be another influx coming through. So what would you do to prevent? I mean, this is this whole mask or unmask. You know, what do you advise your patients? Well, I advise uh, vaccination, of course, just so we can lower the hospital admission, take the load off of the community hospitals here as well as elsewhere. But I also understand and empathize in people who may not want to be vaccinated for their own personal concerns. I think people who are high risk should definitely mask up until we're in the clear or at least in more so. I think that the mask at this point should be a personal choice. But at the same time, I, I see the risk in not masking in a closed environment. 
that's interesting because we're going to, you know, have a lot of the Hamptons full about parties in the summer. And uh, there are large groupings of people. You know, we're having a party. We expect over 100 people to come. So would you feel even though if it's outside, you don't need a mask or if it's inside, you should when you're mingling with a lot of people inside? How would you recommend? Yeah, I think the risk factor for those who are high risk is there to catch COVID. Vaccinated or unvaccinated wouldn't matter. And I would think twice if I am taking part in a larger gathering, just because your uh, chance by percentage and per capita is increasing. But at the same time, I understand the need of us socializing and us being outdoors and just having fun and living life. We can't be in four walls for, you know, this time frame that we have just passed. So um, the advice would really just be that if you are a high risk patient, such as pregnancy, on cancer chemotherapy, um, on you know multitude of comorbid conditions, perhaps you should think about a smaller gathering, uh, outdoor uh, event if possible, and uh, just you know weigh your risk versus benefit. And I think it should be all individualized. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's great advice. So I wanted you to share a few moments with us about talking about what I call your secrets to success. You know, you uh, and your family have, uh, your, your siblings have had great success. Can you attribute it to uh, something that you can pass on advice to others? I feel like success comes from passion and hard work. If the either of the two are not authentic to oneself, then there was, there's going to be a lot of detour of your professional self and, and just your own being. To be happy, I feel that just follow your passion. And I fell into this uh, concierge slash boutique medicine because I felt that I wanted to be more hands-on with the patient. I wanted to answer the phone call at midnight if need be. Just last night, you know, we attended to a finger laceration and uh, it was, you know, late at night, we, our whole team came home at two in the morning and we were very happy and satisfied that we were able to do that. But that's something that I enjoy and my team enjoys. But if there is a doctor or there's a profession that you're interested in and you want to be a nine to five or you want to be telly or you want to work remotely, whatever I feel is best that you thrive on, follow that and success will come by itself. Interesting. I think, you know, there's uh, those PP, power, passion, and persistence. Ah. I think you and your, you know, your family have done. So, and I know you have some uh, little, little people in your world. (laughs) I got two little rascals, Lake and Liam. Lake is four and Liam is two. And they are, you know, driving our lives right now. <laughs> For how long? I don't know. I mean, does it change ever, Vicki? <laughs> well, your children are your children forever. It's mm. the different intensity of what they need, but they always need you. Be prepared. Uh, I, I am. I'm buckling down. <laughs> well, no, I do think everything in its time. And for me, I had four children. And uh, I didn't really grow my business until my baby went off to college because I kept it at a level where I could still be involved in their lives. Mm. And it was very important to me. I actually started the paper from scratch because I had four children. What else could I do? I couldn't right. <laughs> come to clock someplace. I needed right. to be flexible. And I think one thing about medicine too, especially now that you're doing the boutique medicine, you have the flexibility. It's not like you, you know, 
are stuck yeah. in a particular time. But, you know, right. uh, I believe that uh, the other secret to my success is having a lot of help around. Yeah. The right kind of help really goes far. <laughs> yes. 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 So I felt I was there always for them, but I necessarily didn't have to be there for the laundry. Yeah. Yeah. I would <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's great talking to you. I'm so happy to have this moment with you, Dr. Asma Rashid, who is practicing medicine on the east end of Long Island in a boutique design. So good luck to a wonderful season ahead. And this is Victoria Schnipp saying thank you till next time. Bye now. Bye-bye.